Yo, 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 welcome to Italy Pod. Y'all already know what time it is. We're here with rap star, superstar, y'all already know, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam. Yo, my man, I know you, I mean, I know you've done some performances, you know what I mean? Because when I first saw you, I, I mean, I've seen the, you're doing Power to the People video. So I was just, I saw yeah. that and I was just like, okay, I see where your message and your podcast is really trying, well, where your music is actually trying to go and the message that you want to send behind it. So I was just like, okay, fully amazed with that. So it's our further ado. You know what I mean? I want I want my boy Rapstar over here to speak a little bit more about himself before we even get fully started. Word. Yeah, you know me. My name my name is Rapstar, aka Hurricane Camel from Pittsburgh, PA, representing the East Coast to the fullest, you know, East Coast hip hop. You see me, I got the angle on, got the rope chain. You know, I'm definitely hip-hop. You know, my music speaks for itself. You know, you're just speaking about the power to my people. That's actually the first official single that I actually released ever. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been rapping since I was nine. I've been songwriting since I was like 11 or 12. I'm 31 now, and this is like the first time that I actually have like an actual record on all social uh, music media like Spotify, iTunes, uh, Pandora, iHeart. You know, I got some other joints too. I got a lot of features okay. Um, okay. from other people that I'm doing right now. But one is like my baby, like power to my people. And it's basically a, a song that's uplifting the black and brown uh, people of the Americas, the indigenous people, um, the people who was oppressed, you know. Indigenous Native Americans, the so-called Latin Americans, which aren't really Latin, they're actually indigenous, and I then hear you also you. got, you know, the Africans as well. Um, so, you know, this is for us. That's basically what it is. So, us. you said this is your first single, though. Why did it take so long for a single to come out? Because I was still learning the business as I was going. Like, I w I've been underground for a long time. Like, I got hella songs on SoundCloud that date back to 2014, 2013. And you can see, like, the progression that I've gotten from, like, since 2013 all the way up until now. You can see the progression in how I'm rapping and my delivery and my song formats and uh, the things that I'm speaking of, you know, you can literally see the progression with each song that I have, you know, have I made. Just within a few years, I got, a, I finally got, a can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, okay. Okay, so like, it's like, this is like my first time that I actually had a manager. Uh, shout out to Beverly Bush. Two years ago, I finally had a manager because I was doing everything. Like, I wasn't only just the artist. I was the a and the promoter, the manager. I was, you know, uh, get in touch with people. Like, I opened up for Hopson back in 2012. Okay. And that was basically solely me just being on um, Facebook. I remember I was in college. I was in college when this shit happened. <laughs> I was in college. I was supposed to be writing a paper. <laughs> I was supposed to be writing stuff. And I took a break from it, and I was like, fuck it, I don't feel like doing this. I'll get back to it for a minute, and I'm on Facebook, and all of a sudden, I happened to see somebody said, hey, we're um, looking for artists to open up for Hobson. At that time, I really didn't know who Hobson was, so I started doing some research, going around the campus. And Shout out to Hobson, um, though. Different people who Hobson was, and a lot of people who knew. 
Shout out to Hobson, you know, and it was crazy too because like when I got there, he he came to my city of Pittsburgh. I performed at the Rex Theater. Still got the tickets that I was selling and everything, and I got the performance. Actually, my whole performance is actually on YouTube on my channel, and it shows the whole performance of me. You know, performing from like my first song that I did all the way until the freestyle that I did, and I remember so vividly. I stayed there till the end, mm-hmm. and I remember me and Hobson. I was on stage, and Hobson was on stage too. And me and him was actually back to back, like back to back, signing <laughs> autographs and everything like that. Like it was crazy. You must have crazy people in the crowd. It was. It was. I had you know, um, my family. My stepmom was there. My um, uh, my aunt was there. Like my stepmom. She was damn near crying, you know. She was she was crying because she actually seen me on like on the stage performing, and my aunt, her sister, my aunt Iris, shout out to my aunt Iris. You know, I, at that time I did a song called Thug Life Revisited, and um, the song was the song. I think the chorus went, uh, "This is an anthem, but people live the rough life. Throw your hands, run your mouth, and scream out, Thug Life." And every time I see. My aunt, even till this day, she be like, that's a thug life, you know? <laughs> so it was like crazy. So she standing up on chairs, you know, screaming out thug life and everything. Like, and that was just, man, it was crazy. You know, my little sister was there, you know? So, you know, that was back in 2012. So I'd been doing stuff all this time, but it was underground. Okay. Um, I just got my within two years. I just got my music license with BMI. I got my. I got a publishing company through BMI, so I'm up okay. now. This is things that I should have been doing, you know, before, but I didn't really have nobody to show me what I actually needed. I, I needed a music license. Nobody recently, until the last couple of years, I, I, I'll say even before my management company. Uh, shout out to um, Sonny Brasco. He's my homie. He's my um. Shout out, Sonny. Uh, my confidant. He was at my wedding. Yeah, he he's ill. When I first started recording with him, I think it was about like three years ago. I want to say around like 2019. Okay. Um, I recorded a record called Hollis, and it was a remix off of the game Step Be Friends. And okay. I remember me and him. We was in the studio, and he sat me down, and he said, "Look." He said, I want to I want to kick game to you. You know, I kick game to all the other artists that I work with when they come to the studio. Um, if you're really serious about your craft, you need a music license. So yeah. I had a music Straight license. Facts. He had ASCAP. I think I started in ASCAP. But I'm with, I got I, with my man. I'm with ASCAP. Yeah, when I got with my management crew and my management team, you are? Okay, I actually switched to BMI. Why did you so, switch? But that's, that's just something. Only because my management team dealt with BMI. I mean, you know, you can it, you can go either way, but I think it was just easier because they was dealing with BMI, and they just said, you know, since we're already on BMI, you should switch to BMI. Because I really wasn't doing anything with ASCAP. I think the only thing I did was I think I just signed up and submitted the fifty dollars, the fifty dollar fee. Okay. I didn't really do anything for real, for real. So wait, real uh, quick, so real after quick. that, I decided to switch to BMI just because my management team was there. And so, real quick, um, just so I can let everybody understand what we're actually discussing right now, BMI and ASCAP is 
the association the association of or the organization for artists so pretty much they're the ones that actually go ahead and get the information about you know the streaming and you know where you're performing and you know where your music's being played so like that all artists can get paid in the back end you know that's where we get our royalties and all that so in case y'all don't know i actually got a book about it on amazon so you know you could always go pick that up for those people who want to learn a little bit more about it to, to you know because there's many different companies out there you know um i'm from canada right so out here we got socan and that's about it but in the u.s i think you guys got like four or five or something like that three or four i told him he was he made a beat for me and uh, i got it and i was like well for me to actually use this beat i'm gonna need you to have an account and since he was already in um canada i helped him have a music license because i told him i said just selling a beat isn't just enough you sell the big facts what if that song actually starts taking left field and it's your beat that's actually you know getting momentum there's no there's no evidence or there's no paperwork stating that you created that beat and i'm not a shicey you know artist you know i'm on the up and up so i want to see all my people prosper so if you from canada and i buy a beat from you you don't have a music license i did exactly what i did i helped him fill out the paperwork my management team helped him fill out the paperwork so he can get an ASCAP. I mean, get a, a music license. So now he got a yeah. So yeah. now he's sick. That's the only way to any work. Beat that he sells to anybody, he's going to get residual. Yeah, that's the only way to work. Because right. at the end of the day, you know what I tell and I a think lot that's, of, that's what people should do. Yeah, like what I tell a lot of people out there is, you know, Go ahead. you to do your music at the end of the day, you're, you have to be able to you know, control what's actually yours behind the doors, behind closed doors. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you're working with other artists and you're not a client to either ASCAP or BMI or SOCAN, you know, all of that goes to the artist. You know what I mean? Or like it goes to the person who's actually a client to one of those companies. So I always tell everybody I meet, and you'd be surprised, bro. I've met guys who've been in the industry. Right. 10 years plus and i tell them all the time yo bro you gotta step that like you just gotta step like just you know step that level right there just a little bit higher just so like that you know what you know you got respect on it you know it's your stuff you have for a little bit more protection you know dog we grind for art as artists you know as whatever we do as entertainers as producers as beat makers uh, rappers freaking dancers if that there's that we need protection anyway so I, I respect that. Though. Right. I respect the fact that you you out here helping other artists grow. Right. And that's we need more of that, man. We do need more of that. Yeah, I do that. I do that. I do that too. Like there's so many artists that like at my job, like at my job, <clears throat> everybody knows like I, I, I really get busy with this music stuff. So there'd be like people who just started on my job who are either singers or uh, rappers. And they was like, yo, he's the Cam's the one to go. They'll come to me. And the first thing I'll say to him is, I'll help you out. I'll even point you in the right direction if you want to go. You know, if you need studio time, I can point you in the direction of my engineer. But rule number one is, if you're serious about your craft, you got to have a music license. I said, now my engineer, he'll record you regardless because at the end of the day, it's all business. But yeah. at the same time, if you don't care about your craft, why would anybody else take you serious? 
you know, he'll record you and everything. Cause my, my engineer, he's in, he's a person, me and him, we talk all the time. And I tell him, I said, the things that I admire about you is that you actually give a damn about an artist's music. You know what I'm saying? Max. There's times where I'm in the booth and he'll tell me like, how about you say it like this? Or I think it would be more catchy if you would say it like that. I always write my own stuff. That's number one and foremost. But you, there's nothing wrong when you have somebody who's an engineer who has a better ear than you do who might say, you know what? I think it will really pop if you say it like this or how about you say it like that? You know, that's that's just what it is. That's what a producer is supposed to do. Of course. To make your record sound the of best. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I I get to help. I help other artists. Yeah, I help other artists because other artists have helped me. I don't, I feel like that's how it's supposed to be. We all in this together. You know, I tell all the artists that I collaborate with, all the publications that I have done business with, rather it's uh, magazines or podcasts or other radio shows, other artists, other producers. I say to other artists, I said, look, we're the new Jay-Z and Nas of this generation. We Max. the new 50. We the new DMX. We the new LL Cool J's in this generation. The radio station, the, the, the radio personalities. I say, yo, y'all are the new uh, Angie Martinez. Y'all are the new um, Funk Flex. Y'all are the new uh, DJ K Slay. Y'all are the new Miss Info. Y'all are the new Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and, and, and Angela Yee. Y'all are the next one. When it comes to um, magazines, Y'all are the next Vibe magazine. Y'all are the next Double XL magazine. Y'all are the next Source magazine. You know, this is the new generation that we are coming up under. So we need to Max. help all each other. Because that's how I learned from watching my favorite artists. I watch my favorite artists. Like, I watch a, a 50 Cent interview in a, in a heartbeat. I'll have him. I'll be on Hot. He'll be on Hot 97 talking to Angie Martinez. She's on power now. But she used to be on Hot 97 back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Go, Angie, Angie um, Martinez. Power. You don't know Angie Martinez, and, and bro. Talk to the people in power and everything. All of these. Okay. Angie Martinez is a legend. And not only she's a legend, she's a hip-hop. She's a hip-hop artist. She was on the Ladies' Night remix with Little Kid. Started listening to the interviews off a of mixtape when I was listening to the G-Unit radio mixtape. Oh, man. G-Unit. Shout out to G-Unit. The G-Unit radio mixtape started out as a mixtape. It, it progressed. Shout out to G and man. They're they're actually one of my biggest influences. Actually, a little I'll, I'll tell you a little uh, fun fact about me. Go ahead, let me know. Let me know. Um, I don't know. The artist that actually started hip hop. Okay, the artist that got me into rap is Eminem. Okay, the yeah, artist me, that got me serious in the rap. Yeah, is Fifty Cent and the G unit. Okay. Shout out to 50 for real though. Eminem, Eminem, like I remember like the first record, the first record that I heard of Eminem that really got to me was that blue and yellow purple pill song with him and D12. Though. I see so many places. I see so many faces, but nothing compared to that blue Canada. Oh, you have no idea. Yo, I'm telling <laughs> you, man. <laughs> so let me ask you this real quick. So what what would you say if there is something uh, like, you could have learned? Go ahead. If there's something that you could have learned in the game that you wish you would have learned that would have made you excel, that somebody today, that they could help somebody today that's in the position of, you know, growing and 
knowing what you know about the music industry? I would just say basically what we was talking about as far as like the the, the music license and everything. I guess if I was if I was like I'm 31 now, so if it was 10 years down the line, I was 21 and I was I was in college then. I was I would be a, a freshman sophomore. I would be a sophomore going into being a junior. So yeah, sophomore. Okay. So I would actually would tell myself, you know, now all the knowledge that I have as far as like the the, the, the copyrights, the uh, music license, to get the, the publishing. Like I got a, I actually got a publishing deal with BMI as well. I can publish my own songs now. You know, this yeah. is something that every artist need need to have, and the fact that. Excuse me. Better with my delivery and everything, because you know I was I was raw talent, you know, ten years ago, but I'm nothing compared to the artist that I am now. Like I watch, you know, Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. right now. I got Gohan, Goten, Trunks right now. So who 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 Dragon would you Ball say in Dragon Ball? And Z I would say Twenty One. My favorite, my favorite uh, character in Dragon Ball Z is Future Trunks. He's my absolute really? favorite. Future I actually got. Yeah. Um, his jacket. I got an actual jacket, like his capsule court ass jacket. I got that. I only and I got his sword. My wife she bought me Trunks' sword too, so I got okay. that. And I say I always say that Trunks is like the complete fighter because if anybody knew uh, knows um Trunks' future Trunks' backstory, he knows that he came from a time where damn near everybody except for Gohan was dead. I mean, we look at the a regular timeline and everybody's alive, but everybody's alive because of Trunks because he came from the future to the present and changed yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah he but came in. The and... Trunks' original timeline was when he was born, right when he was born, Goku ended up dying from a heart disease. Goku ended up dying of a heart disease. And then right around then, then that's when like a few years after that, then that's when the androids came. Androids 17 and 18 came and just killed everybody. Yeah, yeah. And the only person who was around was Gohan. And Gohan ended up dying. And I say Trunks is the complete, I say Trunks is the complete fighter because think about it. Trunks was trained by Gohan. Yeah. Gohan was trained by Piccolo. Yep. Gohan was also, he also got some of uh, Goku's moves as well. Yeah. So you got Trunks who used the Maseko Ha, which he learned from Gohan, which is a Piccolo in the Mechanism. He also knows the Kamehameha. He they don't really show him use it that much, but because he trained with Gohan, I'm pretty sure he learned how to do the Kamehameha, which yeah. is also uh, the Turtle Hermit. You know, you know, technique. That's Masaroshi. That's the yep. same guy who trained Goku. That's the same guy who trained Goku's grandpa, Grandpa Gohan. So he has those. And then he also have his own style. And then he also have the style of Vegeta. Especially since he came to the present and he yeah. traveled back to being with the future Vegeta. He ends up learning some of, you know, Vegeta's techniques. So future Trump has the technique of the Turtle Hermit. He has the techniques of a Namekian. He has his own style, and he has the style of the Saiyan Prince's father, Vegeta. Yeah. So that's why I say he has, he's like the complete, you know, fighter, because all of the great fighters in Dragon Ball and Dragon oh, Ball Z kind of got that. 
So let me ask you this. But what I was saying originally as far as Dragon Ball Z was if I was who I was. Yeah, we're getting getting some kind of delay with uh, the internet connection. Go ahead. But it's cool. Um, where, Where I wanted to ask was... I do know that yeah, I see that. There was a situation. I do know that there was a situation where there was, I think it was your cousin who passed away, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to know more about that situation mm-hmm. and how it affected you. Yeah. And you yeah, know, not just your life, but you know, in the music career, did that push you to you know go harder in the music field, or you know, maybe you slow down? It didn't. It affected me, but. Not really musically, like, okay, so what happened was my my little cousin, shout out to uh, Eric, R.I.P. to uh, little Eric. But, um, Rest in peace, yeah, little Eric. The day that he got killed, yeah, he actually got killed. And the day that he got killed, I was actually, I was actually this close to meeting 50 Cent. One of my biggest idols, my homie True Live, shout out to my man True Live, um, who's out, who's also connected with Murder, Inc., you know, um, he's connected with murdering, and you know how that camp is. I'm, I'm a, I'm a G with this soldier to the fullest, <laughs> but I got a homie who's connected with murdering. Uh, but because that's my homeboy, and we ride together, you know, he, um, he said, you know what, Fifty's coming into town. I'm gonna make sure that happens for you, because he actually uh, gave me the opportunity to meet Dmx, which is another one of my. Uh, influences as well and i met dmx two years ago like two years before he actually passed so um that night i was in the club and i was like standing literally about six feet away from this now there was some other things that was going on like you know he had a homie who was a part of the uh the club i guess he worked at the club and he was supposed to actually Help me go go see fifth but he ended up playing me at the same time but right there when i was like six feet away from fifth i was trying to figure out how i was going to see him and around that time literally i looked at my phone and i got a message from one of my other cousins saying that my little cousin got killed in my neighborhood and my dream just got crushed right then and there because at that time I wasn't even thinking about fifth or seeing my favorite, you know, artist, seeing my idol. For sure, my for whole sure. thing was I got to get home. So during the whole time, I'm like driving home. I'm driving home, you know, trying to, you know, drive home. And I'm talking to my homie who live on the phone during the whole time. And, you know, it was a big, 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 you know, um, let down like it, it it hurts like even till this day like right now i think it's going to be coming up on the anniversary and this week like tomorrow or tuesday my family is having like a little memorial balloon release form okay. and it's just crazy how the same scenario my little cousin getting killed i was about to meet the artist who actually got me into where i'm at right now and it hurts it hurts, you know, every time For sure, man. It's I think not about easy. the situation or a little bit every time, you know, sometimes when I listen to Fifth and I'll get like, you know, it's not. So the only thing that, that made me do it, like the only thing that made me say, you know what, forget it was like 
you know what, one of these days, I'm going to meet Fifth one of these days. And it wasn't that today. It just wasn't meant to be that day. But one of these days, I'm going to meet, you know, my idol. I already met DMX. I met KRS-One. The funny thing is, I met KRS-One in college. KRS-One is actually the um, 50 Cent's favorite rapper at that time. So how do you feel meeting your favorite rapper's favorite rapper at that time? It's true. You know, I'm also influenced by LL Cool J. If you can't see, I got the Kangle and the Rope chain. You know? Yeah, I see it. LL Cool J is Eminem's favorite rapper. Eminem said on an interview not too long ago, he said, yo, LL Cool J is the reason why I started, you know, really rapping. The Beastie Boys is what made it possible, made it think this possible for me to rap. to the old school LL Cool J was the one that actually, like, yo, so how do, how do, you know, I'm having like a five all, all all the time. You know, I listen to old old um old school rap. I listen if it ain't seventies, eighties, nineties, early two thousands, I might listen to like a couple of stuff like today. Not much because I think hip hop just sucks today. But uh, you know, I always give it I always give it up to the old old school. I always give it up to the old so, um, let me I hear you on that. And Right now, where can people find you if they want to collab, if they look into, like, you know, hear your music? Where's the best place that they can get to you? You know, give them, shout out your, you know, your IG and shout out your, you know, everything that, that's really proper for you. So like that people can reach you. Okay. No doubt. I don't have an IG yet. I've actually been, I've been waiting not waiting but i've been trying to do it but i just actually been on my lazy shit right now so i haven't really been um that enthused in actually making an ig i got damn near everything else um i got a facebook that's my personal stuff you know if you want to hit me up if you want to collaborate talk some business you can hit me up on my music page rap star aka hurricane cam um you'll see me in a black hoodie I got a black hoodie on with a New York fitted on. I'm holding up a 90s baby uh, chain. You hit up my personal Facebook, Cameron Hall. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N-H-A-L-L. Um, about my music, you can hit me up on my um, YouTube, Rapstar, R-A-P-S-T-A-R-R-A-K-A, Hurricane Cam 412. Twitter, Rapstar 412. I got a TikTok, which... My TikTok is blowing up because I'm. What I'm doing is, I'm showing a lot of. Uh, I'm in the fashion, okay. I'm in the hip hop fashion. So you see shirts like this. I got shirts like this that got you know favorite my favorite rappers on it. Like I got Fifty Cent. I got Little Kim. I got DMX. I got you know what's the other one? Biggie Smalls, Aaliyah, uh, TLC. I got all of these shirts that got all your favorite hip-hop artists on them, and I rock them. I support them, you know, uh, for since birthday that passed last month or early this month. You know, I did like a little homage to him. Okay. Left Eye, when she died, and her birthday, I did an homage to him. Little Kim's birthday just passed earlier this month. I did an homage to her, you know. So what I do is I show off the hip-hop clothes that show people like, yo, I'm hip-hop. I have the Kangol hats on that, you know, show people, yo, I'm paying homage to LL Cool J. You so, know, I got a Rough Riders jersey that's still paying homage to DMX. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, my TikTok is blowing up. You can follow me. 
TikTok is It's Wrapped to the Star. So you go on TikTok, you want to search It's Wrapped to the Star. So that's I-T-S-R-A-P, number two, T-H-E-S-T-A-R-R. It's Wrapped to the Star. And you'll see me. And that's where you can find me. Oh, uh, as far as like streaming my music, I'm on everywhere. As far as Pandora, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Alexa, Tidal. Um, the list goes on and on. Shazam, Napster. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm on. Just search Rap Store. You can find my um my single "Power to My People" everywhere. I got a song called um, "Righteous King." I got other songs, brand new songs that I'm waiting to get mixed and mastered and. Everything like that, they're all going to be on there. I got features with a rapper named King Peter Hustler all the way out to uh, Seattle, Washington on the okay. West Coast. You know, so we're doing the whole East and West Coast thing. Because I just not only do, I do boom-bap hip-hop. I, my style is like 90s and early hip-hop, yeah. early 2000 hip-hop. But I also have a, a, a West Coast style when I'm, you know, rapping with, you know, the West Coast. I got like a, a, a Chicano style. I rap in Spanglish. You know, um, I'm a, I got Puerto Rican in me, so I have some songs that are in Spanish or Spanglish. Um, I do some, I'm about to do some reggaeton um, as well. Uh, in the near future, people don't know reggaeton. Reggaeton is like Latin hip hop. That's the big puns. It's the Fat Joes. That's the Don Omar's, the Daddy Yankees, the Nina Skies, the Norries, uh, even Bad Bunny, you know, Prima J, you know, these are all, you know, part of uh, the reggaeton, Don Omar, um, Tego Carrion, you know, this is this is the style that I'm in, so I'm very versatile, Man, very I'm, versatile. I'm very so happy. I'm all to... about my people within uh. my music. I hear that, man. I'm very happy to hear that about you. And I'm a lyricist, too. You'll find that That part, I did notice that you being a lyricist, that part I can definitely hear in um, Power to the People. So, guys, as y'all already know what time it is, y'all already know. Y'all need to go follow my boy. Y'all need to go ahead and stream his music. Make noise on your boy, because the truth is the talent is not really expanding now here. So when there is talent, you take it and you grasp it and you take the message that comes with it. Besides that, Y'all know what time it is. Like, subscribe, and if there's anything y'all want to talk about or comment about, please leave a comment Word. at the bottom. Just leave it. It's right there. All right? So besides that, we out here. Yo, shout out again to Rapstar, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam out here doing his thing, making mad noise. Uh, y'all know what it is. We out of here. Let me start.